Amen. I wonder if anybody feels that way today. I wonder if anybody loves the Lord. Just right where you're at in your home or just listening. I wonder if you can just close your eyes. I think it's always in order and it's always right just to give God praise. Amen. I wonder if just where we're at right now, if we could just begin to close our eyes. Amen. And just before we do anything this morning, before we talk, before we preach, amen, if we can just close our eyes and just tell the Lord, Lord, I love you today. God, I thank you, God, for the peace, God, that you give me. Lord, I love you. I love you. I love you. You could never, amen, tell the Lord how much you love him today. Amen, amen, amen. It's good to be in the house of the Lord. Praise team, thank you for ushering us into the presence of the Lord this morning. Amen. It's good to be with everybody out there today on this Memorial Day weekend. Amen. We want to give a shout out to all those that served. Amen. This country. Amen. We have the liberties that we have today because someone served. Amen. And we're thankful for that. Amen. I would say in your home right now, you can give them a hand clap of praise. Amen. We're thankful to be a part of this great country. And I'm excited this morning about what God is doing. Amen. And God is doing in this hour. People say, Brother Ray, you're crazy. We can't go nowhere. We can't do nothing. But I'm excited because this won't last forever. Amen. And God is on the move. And God is, I believe, depositing some things into his body during this time of, of, of difference. And, and God is building up his church. Amen. Because we understand when we read the word of God and it's prevailing church. Amen. That it's a strong church. That it's a miraculous church. And I'm happy to be a part of that church today. Amen. I'm excited about what's coming. Um, being able to fellowship together again. And uh, here, here in the near future, I'm just excited about what God is doing. Amen. We can get back to work, back to the harvest field. Amen. And reach some souls for Jesus Christ. Amen. I want to talk to you this morning just for a few moments on, the, on a simple thought. Your work shall be rewarded. Your work shall be rewarded. Amen. I'm going to just jump right into this today. Reading out of Second Chronicles 15, chapter 15, verses 7, the Bible says, Be ye strong, therefore, let not your hands be weak, for your work shall be rewarded. Amen. I'm going to pray just for a second. Lord, we love you. God, I thank you for your word. God, it is powerful and it is true. God, I pray this morning that your word would encourage. God, that it would touch somebody today. Lord, we thank you for it, and we love you. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Just a little backdrop of, of this passage of Scripture this morning. Amen. After describing a season in which God's leaders gave up, amen, Azariah, the son of Obed, said to the king of Asa of Judah, he said, but as for you, be ye strong. Do not give up, for your work will be rewarded. In 2 Chronicles 15 and 7, King Asa's response to the call was, was not to give up on himself, but it was clearly starting to follow in this verse. He took courage. It, it began to follow in verse 8 where the writer said, he went on to describe Asa's heart, 
was fully committed to the Lord in 2 Chronicles 15, 7, and 8. Amen. I believe in this day, in this hour, in this time that we're living in. I believe that God is still calling individuals. I believe that God is still searching hearts. Amen. I believe that God is still doing a work. Amen. And I will venture to say this morning that living for God is, is, is a huge part of living for God is, is a heart condition. Amen. I believe that God is looking at the hearts of individuals today. Amen. I mean, God is looking for that, that, that individual who's willing to give of themselves and willing to give their heart to him. Amen. There was a lot going on in the background of this scripture. The people of God had returned from exile, and the Spirit of God began to move again. Amen. And God began to help his people. The prophecy was, this prophecy that I read today in Second Chronicles was incredible because God was given a word of encouragement. God was given a word of hope. Amen. And second, we find that God was seeking a willing heart. I believe it's very imperative today that, that, that our hearts be right with God. Amen. One of the most important things in our walk with God and, and living for God is that we're right with God. Amen. Because if we're right with God, everything in our life will fall into place. Amen. If we're right with God, salvation won't be an issue. If we're right with God, we won't question the word of God. Amen. I believe that today. In, in this scripture, we find that God begins to encourage this individual, this individual whose heart was tender towards God. Amen. I've been around a lot of people in my life, and, and a lot of time it's easy to look at somebody and maybe judge them a little bit and say, well, this, this individual is a little rough around the edges, and, and you know, and this one is that. And I, I want to tell somebody out there listening to me this morning that I'm so happy that God does not look on the outside, but the Bible says that God looks on the inside. And I'll take it a step further this morning. God does some of his best work with some of the roughest people. Amen. And I'm thankful for that today. But it's a heart condition. Some of the toughest looking people have the biggest hearts. Some of the smallest people have the biggest hearts. And, uh, and uh, I want my heart today to be right. I want my heart to be tender towards the things of God. But I believe that God is seeking a willing heart in these hours of difference, in these hours of coronavirus 2020. I believe that God is still looking at the hearts of men. I also believe that God is looking for workers that God is looking for laborers. You see, in this church, pre-COVID-19, Abundant Life Center, was, was, uh, we were having a revival in our church. For those of you that are watching and don't maybe understand what revival is and the vernacular that the church world uses, we were, having, we were reviving ourselves and we were renewing some things and we were getting closer to God. And the Bible, and, and we were doing exactly what the Bible says in Acts. We were adding to the church daily that should be saved. And good things were happening in this place because of one thing, because of the people of God, they were working together. Amen. There's nothing like working for the Lord. Amen. I, I, if you want to find happiness and peace in your life, you will find peace and joy in working for the Lord. Amen. And so I believe that God is looking for workers and labors. I, I believe that to my core today. I believe in this scripture today that we read that there was encouragement that was happening, that the, the, they were talking to the man of God and saying, hey, don't, don't let your hands be weak. Amen. But just, just, just keep working because you're going to be rewarded and, and your heart is right and your attitude is right. You're not afraid to work. Amen. We cannot be afraid to work. Amen. I don't want to get too ahead of myself this morning. 
But the writer said, David, in Psalms, he said, truly God is good to Israel. Amen. Such as they are of a clean heart. David also said in Psalms, David had a lot to say. Amen. But David said, but thou, O Lord, art the shield for me, my glory and the lifter of mine head. David also said in Psalms 23, 4 through 6, popular passage of scripture that we all read and we can probably quote. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, and my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. David had counted the cost, and he knew that there was work involved. And, and it wasn't work to him, but it was something that was a lifestyle. It was, it was a choice. It was something that he chose in his life, a direction that he was going to go. He understood that God was with him. He understood that, that nothing can separate him from God. Amen. But I want to tell somebody this morning, amen, that God is with you. Amen. And you can be comforted by his presence today. David understood that, that his rod and his staff would comfort him. No matter what's going on around you, no matter what's going on at your job and in the world, but I want to tell you that the comfort of God is accessible this morning. Amen. And, and we, in the way that we, we, we tap into the comfort and the presence of God, it's finding a place to pray. It's finding a place to get a hold of God. I know that we're not worshiping this morning collectively today, but I want to tell somebody that there's still a God. I mean, amen. There's still a God that can be touched, the Bible says, by your feelings and your infirmities. Amen. There's a God that sees every tear and hears every cry. Amen. I'm, I'm going to amen myself today because there's nobody in here, amen, to amen me. But that's good preaching this morning. I'm talking about a God who loves you. I'm talking about a God who hears every cry and sees every tear in your life. And I'm telling you today that God knows exactly where you're at. I, be, I believe that today. Amen. And I believe, I, and I miss today, I miss the body of Christ. I miss the worship. But I know today the Bible says if I will seek him, then he will be found of me. Amen. You have, you have, a, you have an opportunity in your home or wherever you're at, in your car or where, whatever it, it may be for you to reach out to the Lord. And no matter what's going on around you and, and be able to touch God and be comforted by his presence. Amen. And I know today if we seek him, he will be found. This is that word of encouragement this morning. Whatever it looks like for you right now, you have the ability, like Pastor said in the very beginning of the service, to reach out at the very mention of that name. It's at the name of Jesus the Bible says that every knee is going to bow and every tongue is going to confess. Amen. When you say Jesus, you have said it all. When you say Jesus, we, talked, we sang about a song that says, Jesus, I love you. I love you because you care. Amen. And so everything that we do, everything that we need, we find in God this morning. We find in his name. I'm so thankful for the name of Jesus today. Amen. And I'm thankful that I have the ability to touch him. This whole COVID-19 situation 
has, has brought a lot of change about to a lot of our homes and to our nation, to our society. Amen. But it's given us an opportunity to reach out to that name of Jesus. Amen. It's given us an opportunity to grow our relationship with God. And I'm excited, like I said in the very beginning when I started, about the future. Brother Ray, how can you be excited that the church is not even full and we're, we're, not, we're not knocking doors and we're not doing this? I'm excited because I have an opportunity, amen, to draw closer to God. Amen. The Bible talks about an individual who would dig ditches when there was nothing going on because there was a rain that was going to come. And I'm telling you, church, today that we are digging ditches because there's a rain that's going to come. There's a final outpouring of the presence of God that's going to come. And if you're not saved and you're not living for God under my voice this morning, right now is a good opportunity for you to find the Lord. It's a good opportunity for you to be baptized in that name. Amen. Because you've got to understand today that God is not confined to a building. God is not confined to Abundant Life Center or the church around the corner or the church in another town. I'm telling you that same God is in your home. He is in your vehicle. Amen. He is in your prayer closet. Amen. And the same power that he has there, Brother Hector, he has the power in your home. Amen. Because we serve a God who's not lacking in power. We serve a God who's all powerful, who's almighty. Amen. And at the mention of that name, he is there. Amen. There is, there needs to be a lifting of our heads during this time. Our relationships with the Lord should be made stronger during this time. Amen. God is not hurting his people during this time. But I believe that God is preparing a church with a heart that is willing to work for the kingdom of God. Amen. I'm going to say that again. God is not hurting his church during what is going on right now, but God is preparing individuals that make up the body of Christ. He is preparing young men and young women and elderly men and elderly women, amen, that will stand for the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. That will find a place to be like Jesus Christ. Amen. And this is our opportunity. This is our moment. You've got to seize your moment this morning. You know if you're home listening to me, and maybe you don't come to church regularly, and you know there's something different going on in this world, and you really don't know what it is, and, and, and maybe you, you, you have a little fear in your life, and I want to tell you that this is your opportunity. This is your moment, amen, to get a hold of God. This is your moment, amen, when these doors open to run into this place and commit your life to God. Amen, I believe that today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so in this quarantine in 2020, it's our time to draw closer to God. We cannot back up, Pastor Grogan. We cannot slack up. Amen. But we've got to keep moving in the spirit of God. you got to understand this morning that this church, these four walls or five walls that are in this building, is not just, it's not just made up of, of, of just earthly and fleshly things, but understand that this church was birthed out of the Spirit. Amen. And if we take the Spirit out of what we're doing, you take away everything. Amen. And it's a time and an opportunity for us to tap in to the Spirit of God this morning. In this time that we're in our homes, it's a time to get closer to God and let God become more like God and draw closer to God and let the Spirit do a work in our life. 
Amen. The Spirit, the Bible says, speaks expressly in the last days. And I'm asking you this morning, can you hear what the Spirit is saying? The Spirit is speaking, but is anybody asking? Hallelujah. The Spirit is speaking in this day. We cannot back up. Amen. But we've got we've to go forward. But we have to pray. Second Chronicles. You know, I find myself saying, using this scripture a lot during this time, but it's, it feels very imperative and it feels very fitting as a people. And that's just the time that we're in in Second Chronicles 7 and 14. And you know the scripture. It says, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. It says, then will I hear from heaven and then will I forgive their sin and I will heal their land. Amen. The Bible says if. There is, there, the if is there because it falls on you and I. God is calling us to a place of prayer. He has seen our worship in our building. Hear me this morning. He has seen our worships in our buildings, but has he seen the prayer in our homes? If. I believe today that it is the church's finest hour if we pray. For those of you this morning that are connected to me or just watching, maybe you really haven't connected the way that you want to. Maybe you know that there's more out there and more that you could be doing. You just don't feel complete today. But the Spirit of the Lord this morning wants to encourage you. And I apologize if I get a little loud or I get a little excited, but I don't apologize because I understand the hour that we're living in. I understand the time that we're living in. And I'm telling you that it's time to get our lives in order. It's time to get our affairs in order. It's time to solidify our relationship with Jesus Christ. Amen. We're not promised tomorrow. Amen. But we are promised forever if our life is right with him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This issue is that we're running out of time. The good news is, amen, I believe that God has given you a word today of encouragement. I still believe that there's hope today. I don't believe that it's too late. It's not time. It, it, it's time to put away. It's not time to put away what you can do today because we're not promised tomorrow. We must be baptized in the only saving name of Jesus Christ. As a preacher today, Pastor Grogan, I have a responsibility to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ, to preach the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ, to preach baptism in the name of Jesus with the infilling of the Holy Ghost. Amen. There is a hope today. There is an encouragement this morning. There is a way out today. Amen. In this passage of story, in scripture, in this story, Asa was encouraged to be strong and not let his hands be weak. Be encouraged today. The Bible tells you that today is a day of salvation. Amen. In this story, we find that Asa's heart was, it was willing. It was pliable. We've got to have a willing heart today. Amen. And all that is going on around us. This heart business is a tricky thing. Perhaps that's why David said, search my heart and see if there be any wicked thing. 
Amen. The Bible also tells us of the heart and the issues of life that flow from it. A huge part of living for God today is having a heart that's right with God. Amen. I'm so glad to know that, that God doesn't look on the outside, but that God looks on the inside. And God is looking at your heart. And you may say this morning, well, you don't know where I've been. You don't know what I've been through. You don't know what I've done. But I'm here to tell you this morning that God sees your heart. Amen. And God wants to use you. And there are some things that God wants to bring about in your life. But what God is calling for this morning, he said, if my people, which are called by my name, God is calling you to a place of prayer. God is calling you to a place of relationship with him so he can begin to unfold your life. Hear me this morning. I'm speaking to you in the Holy Ghost. Yes, God is calling you this morning. God is calling you to lift your voice. God is calling you to raise your hands. God is calling you to take a step of faith. Hallelujah. 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 I'm so glad that God doesn't look on the outside. The Bible is full of of, of example after example, the apostle Peter was a boisterous. He was a slugger. Dude was off the charts. He was just a, he was a wild man. Jacob was a liar, conniver, a thief, and, and, and he definitely had issues. David, well, David had a boatload of issues. Amen. My point is today is not to con condemn, uh, condone a lifestyle of sin, but rather to tell you that God today is looking at your heart. Just like God was looking at their heart, God is looking at your heart today. And can I tell you today that God is calling you and God sees you right where you're at today. He knows your makeup. He knows your past. He knows your future. But God is calling you today in this time, amen, to find your place in him. And what God is saying, give me your heart today. Daughter, give me your heart. Son, give me your life today. Amen. Asa was surrounded by impossibilities, but his heart was for God. It's time to stop worrying about what we can't do and do what we can do. Many times we worry, well, I just can't do this and I can't do that. And if I do this, it's just not going to work out. Amen. But God is not concerned about that. God doesn't need your reasoning. God doesn't need your intellect. God doesn't need what you bring to the table. All God needs this morning is your commitment. All God needs this morning is that step of faith to step out and say, God, I'm going to step towards you. And the moment you take that step, then God begins to unfold your life. Then God begins to uh, kick out that devour out of your life, and God begins to unfold your life. Amen? Because you cannot do it. That is true. You don't have the ability to, to, to figure things out for yourself. You don't have the ability, hear me this morning, to dig yourself out of the hole that you've created. But there is a God who is rich in love and rich in mercy that can reach down and pull you up, amen, and give you favor among men. Hallelujah. That's the God that we serve today. Stop worrying about what you can't do and do what you can do. Amen. Amen. And so he had a heart for the things of God. When everybody was discouraged, this man Asa was, he was willing. He was not perfect, but he was willing. 
He was willing to do to please God. He was willing to do whatever that he needed to do. This was the third and final point today. If musicians, if you'll come and play for me softly as I close here this morning. Second Chronicles 15 and 7 says, Be ye strong, therefore, and let your hands be not weak, for your work shall be your reward. Your work shall be your reward. The word of the Lord came to Asa to encourage him. Second, it came because he had a willing heart. And third was he was willing to work for God. I will never forget this, Pastor Grogan, as long as I live. I heard it time and time again. And I never knew how much I would grow to appreciate these words. Maybe in my older age, I'm not old, y'all, so relax. But in my older age, as I now at the end of my 30s, Bishop Abbott would say, the harder you work, the luckier you get. Amen. The harder you work, the luckier you get. And this was a man who modeled that in his life. A lot of what we have today here in Abundant Life Center was because of his work. He understood the work ethic for the kingdom of God. I want to tell you this morning that you need to be revived in your life. The church of God needs to be revived as a body. And the only way that comes about is that we begin to work together. Amen. The harder you work, the luckier you are. Amen. God is calling us for you to find your place, your niche in the kingdom of God because there is a work to be done. There is a work to be done that only you can do, that you don't even realize that you can do yet. But God is calling us to work today because the reality is that our work will be our reward. Where are we putting our time today? Matthew 6, 19 says not to lay up treasures upon earth where rust, rust and moth doth corrupt and thieves break in and steal. But lay up treasures, it says in verse 20 and 21, in heaven where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt, where thieves can't break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. God is wanting to give you something this morning that cannot be stolen. Amen. That cannot be taken away. Amen. But there is a gift that God is wanting to give. And can I tell you this morning that God is looking for individuals who will serve him and who will work for him. Amen. Whatever that may be for you, there is no duty more important than the next, Pastor Grogan. I pull up to the church this morning, and I see my pastor in a suit, pressure washing birds in our foyer that are making nests in our foyer. And I say that not to embarrass him, but I say that to tell you that if we're going to lead, we have to lead by example. Amen. If we're going to lead, the Bible says that he is the highest among you. It says, let him serve. Amen. And we are blessed with incredible leadership here. We are best blessed with a working church. Amen. And I tell the young people in the youth group, and I'm so proud of them because we can call them to paint, to dig a hole. 
And, you know, and a lot of them are, are, are called to the ministry and they have, they have the call of God in their life to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. But if we ever lose the ability to work, amen, then we don't need to stand in a pulpit. We've got to work in the kingdom of God. We are running the race, the Bible says. Amen. And there's a lot of work and not enough time, Pastor. Amen. The Bible tells us, and I'm almost done. The Bible tells us of the virtuous woman in Proverbs 31 and 10. And you can read it yourself. I'm not going to read it all. It's, it's a lengthy read, but it's a powerful read. The Bible tells us in 31 and 10, it says, Who can find a virtuous woman? For her price is above rubies. Wow. Her price is far above rubies. When you read this story, it goes all the way down to 31. And it tells us that how this woman, how she honors her family, how she gathers and she toils in the night and she works and she, she does everything that she does for her family. And it goes on and on and on. But what's interesting to me here is the Bible tells us that her price is far above rubies. God is looking for a worker today. She's exemplifying, yes, she's in a marriage. Last time I checked, amen, that we are going to be married to Christ. We are, his, we are the bridegroom. Amen. We are the bride of Christ. Excuse me. Hear me this morning. Her value is tied to her action. Her value is tied to her action this morning. And her work shall be rewarded. I hope this morning that I said something that encouraged you. Be encouraged this morning. Amen. And ask God to search your heart. Amen. And if you will work for God, it'll be the happiest life that you've ever had. It'll be the most blessed life that you ever had. Amen. Because the truth of the matter is, we talk about the virtuous woman and how wonderful she is and how great she is. And her price is above rubies because of the lifestyle that she lived. Your work, amen, shall be your reward. Amen. I wondered right now, just for a few seconds, if we can just close our eyes where we're at. We don't have much time, church. We don't have much time. The Bible says to look on the fields, for they're a white. They're ready for harvest. Help us, God, today. Help us, Lord. Take my hands, Lord. Take my feet. Let that be your prayer this morning. Touch my heart, Lord. Speak. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for your word. You can use I thank you, Lord, for your word. Just sing along with us. Amen. You can use anything, Lord. You can use me. Amen. Let this be your prayer today. 
Jesus. You can use I'm available. Anything, Lord, you can use God, I'm available to you. Hallelujah. Take my hands, Lord. Take my hands, God. And take my feet, God. Touch my heart. Take my life today, God. I give it to you. If you can use it, Hallelujah. Lord, you can use me. Amen. Service tonight, 6 6 p.m.